Thank you for joining us. This is Adam and John with Security Views Radio. Uh, thank you guys for joining us today. We really do appreciate it. Episode three of Security Views Radio, where we will not have a three-peat this week, and we will avoid uh, having to get a constitutional lawyer on the line. I can't make any promises about that. <laughs> oh, no. You know, I know people that work in... I'm going to talk about what I want to talk about for two minutes, okay? Uh, the, and okay. it is the NBA playoffs today. And they're happening somewhere in first round, somewhere in second round. As, as we record this, I don't know when it's going to be published, but mm-hmm. as we record this, somewhere in the first round, somewhere in the second round. And they were talking. I know people who work in tech love the movies of the Matrix. And I personally am not a fan of the Matrix. I don't know why. <laughs> Movie didn't land with me. But they were talking about film appreciators. They are talking about how Giannis has not yet had his Matrix moment where he can control the pace of a game. <laughs> <laughs> and they said he needs to get that because once he gets to that level like LeBron did and AD did and um, KD did back in 2010 once they can control the pace of the game and the whole game centers around their pace only then will he reach superstar status what? yeah he did but he's, he also got suspended and he's sporadic <laughs> and he loses control now, as a Giannis fan, I have to say that I, I, I actually understood what they were saying. And you saw that last year in the last year conference finals where they were up back two or three to the Raptors, and then they just – it was over. It was over. And because they were complaining about the Buck series against the Magic, just wasn't there. The level wasn't there. So, Adam, mm-hmm. as a fan of the Matrix, do you know what they're referring to? Yeah. Well, explain it to me. Okay, okay. Well, so the, at the end of the People first movie, in the movie, at the end of the first movie, uh, Neo like puts his hands up and he, like stops bullets. That's like the whole thing. Is that like? Yeah. So that's what they want Giannis to do. Yeah, 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 yeah. So tonight, when you go home, watch Giannis. You'll see, see. Okay. Yeah. I mean, all the basketball. Yeah. No, but he's like fun to watch. He's a good one to watch. Okay. Even Felton doesn't watch the Bucks, but he can appreciate it. <laughs> So what do you got going on this week? Um, so the stories you said stories are light. Yeah, I, mean, I, stories I think are, everyone's always in a back to school kind of mode. Yeah, I, I think that like again, you know, apart from and we've talked about not wanting to do that. Like apart from just like, oh hey, look, there's, um, you know, this, this these people were hacked, these people were hacked, these people were hacked. But I know we're trying to avoid that. But and this one is not a hack. I find a, I think this is interesting. Um, the uh, attempted Tesla hack. Did you hear about this? No. So um, basically a Tesla employee was there's <laughs> brought... Se- there's secretly a gas can behind... <laughs> 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 Every night Elon Musk has been to your house yeah. filling it up. <laughs> Turns out the, damn, the damn thing didn't run on batteries tank. at all. Yeah. He has caused more damage to the environment <laughs> than every car company ever. He didn't even have a muffler. Um, <laughs> where basically a uh, a foreign actor, I believe a Russian foreign actor, um, tried to bribe a Tesla employee with $1 million to install malware onto the Tesla operating system. Nice. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's, that's it. I mean, I would think you'd get way more for that. Would you would think, but that must, that must be why the employee rejected the offer. Yeah, you know, I, 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 need, I need more. Yeah, yeah. yeah talking about that. And we're talking about billionaires. Three commas, baby. Yeah, oh, Three yeah, commas. yeah, yeah. I need, I need Bs. I need Bs, <laughs> capital Bs. Oh, I just, I, I think that this is, um, it's sort of a, a, a wider topic, but I think it's um, just indicative of the issues that come with everything getting online. And cars being network connected, and uh, I was actually reading a story about this actually right before we came in, and it's similar on this topic, and it has to do with building out the five G networks and how like Huawei has had has cut contracts in many countries. I'm not sure how mm-hmm. many countries that they've done it so far. They've cut contracts to build out the five G infrastructure, but the United States does not allow Huawei devices in. And mo- for those of you who don't know, the most of the five right. G networks is designed is to run Internet of Things type. Network. Yeah. Currently, the 4G networks just simply can't can't handle, and the United States is uh, says absolutely no Huawei devices can be installed in this country uh, for the 5G infrastructure. Uh, the UK apparently is allowing up to 35 percent of their infrastructure to be Huawei based. 
So I don't know if that's similar to what you were talking about, but there's some interesting data on the 5G yeah. networks. And the reason is they're worried about backdoors that could possibly be entered into the communication networks. So I mean, even Britain, who, or I'm sorry, the UK, who has allowed these 35%, they're not allowing them near military bases, all those kind of things. <laughs> to me, it's like if that's the case, if you're really worried about this, how much poison do you want in your food? Like, do you care if I give you just 35%? Right, bad meat in your Taco right. Bell, or do you want right. like a hundred percent? Yeah, of course I want a hundred percent. I guess if I have to choose, I'll take the thirty-five percent. Yeah, just don't go to Taco Bell. It's life advice for everybody <laughs> out there. Actually, it's just slander, slanders. As we say that the fire trucks are rushing to Taco Bell. Yeah, go to Taco Bell. Yeah, it's it's just it's an interesting. Thing, you know, and I know it's a concern that, that people have had for, and we've talked about it for years with just this rush to put anything and everything online. Um, whether that's, you know, tell like, you know, started with TVs, right? Really. And then it just, all of a sudden, the internet is on things it has no business being on. Like, you know, I get, I get most TVs. I don't get all TVs. Um, some of the original TVs were online just to be online. I don't even know what purpose they existed like I have a, I have a Sony TV that we bought for a, a company and um, the TV has wireless connection and I really don't know what it needs to be on there for yeah. you can't install apps it doesn't like I don't even know what it's what purpose it serves except that it's online to be online it can do firmware updates but what do I need to update yeah the firmware for like, it's what's a TV the point and some things are just online to be online some things serve a purpose I yeah. say this as I'm drinking coffee out of a out of a coffee mug that has an app on my phone. <laughs> See, this is, this is it. But even this is a flawed system. It doesn't know when to shut it off. So if I don't finish my coffee, eventually I have to. It gets that tarry. Um, you know what I'm talking about? Like when yeah, coffee burns that's on where the bottom. It's good. Several times a day, I have to go really? go in there when I want to refill and, and rinse all that mm. that burned coffee out of there. Like it doesn't know when to quit. Yeah. And, and so the technology isn't really quite there, but I, I, I love my kids, and they gave it to me as a Father's Day present. <laughs> and it probably saves me two cups of coffee a day that I don't have to dump. So well, that's good. Yeah. So oh. so it does do some good, but oh no, sure, it's sure. It's like it should just know. Man, not a lot left in this glass right now. I probably should go ahead and, and not heat that up to 135 degrees. Yeah. And then you can start to smell it in my office. I guess mm. it starts to to get that burn burn coffee. Yeah. Stuff. Yeah, I. <sighs> It's especially frustrating because um, some of that stuff just gets outdated so quickly. I, um, the TV in our living room um, is much more dated than, a, if that makes sense, it's much more dated than a television that's as old as it is would have been 10 years ago. Like, I, w- I wouldn't be feeling it as much. But, like, yeah, it's a super slow interface and, like, all that, like... All of that kind of stuff, I feel, specifically TV, is better done when it's on a dedicated piece of equipment like an Apple TV or, or a Chromecast or something like that. But, um, Are you talking about the apps on your TV? Yeah, like the apps and stuff. Like the, the, reason that I, the reason that you would want a smart television, I feel, is always done better using a dedicated set-top box. That's, but that's me. Whatever happened to the Apple TV? Wasn't Apple going to make their own TV? Not the little box. Not they the were box. Gonna make like a oh, like a display? That, yeah, I've, I've heard that rumor kicking around for... It's for installed in every Apple vehicle. I'm sure both of those are on their way to <laughs> Oh, yeah, the Apple car. That's, that's coming. I, I understand the hesitation to integ- integrated devices um, that a lot of people have. And, and, and I understand the, the appeal to the Apple TV. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm always surprised when companies like that don't license that product to just run on the device itself. I mean... I think Apple TV is going to be included in some LGs this year. That's what I had heard. Oh, okay. So okay. they're, they're kind of getting there. Life, life is good then. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, indeed, yeah. indeed. Um, but no, I mean, just with the proliferation and the growth of that, of, of just getting everything online, like you said, like some of it is good, some of it can be really, really good, but then other parts of it is just like, I don't, I don't know, do, do my, does my coffee maker really need to go online? Like... Like pe- washing machines and dishwashers and stuff like that. That have- I think that everybody finds a purpose for for it to be online. My only hesitation with any of this stuff is when the devices are forcing you to be online. 
Like you won't be able to use your washing machine unless it's connected to the app. Right. Unless there's some other type of interface that's taking place. When we're completely dependent on the online world in order to get stuff to work, and I believe the Tesla is a connected vehicle. It requires a connection back. It's, uh, we talked before about the GPS um, issues at Garmin, and when they went down, all the yeah. devices completely crashed. I mean, that's where we're headed. It's just a question of when, the, when these systems will crash, not if they will crash, because they will crash. All right. these systems crash. Um, our, our kid's school came out, and they said, okay, back to school time, uh, you know, when they're doing a 50-50 kind of thing, but when whoever goes, every day you have to submit your temperature. So you take your kid's temperature at mm -hmm. home, and you submit it on an app. Um, I don't know how every school is doing it, but that's how this school is doing it. And you submit your kid's temperature on the app. So school started on a Thursday, Thursday, Friday. Everything went fine. Monday, got an email on that morning. App is down. Please print this form out and bring it to school in order for your kid to be admitted to school. And then later that day, the app was finally fixed. And then it said, oh, by the way, it's only fixed for Apple. Android phones won't be able to get the update yet. So continue to print the forms. This is what happens. We just default back to what's reliable right? and what works. And there's a portion of parents out there who don't have printers. My wife and I long, learned long ago that you've got to have a printer when you have kids because there's always some sports form to print and, con, and con, concussion protocols and sure. these kind of things. So you might as well go ahead and have a printer. So we print the forms in the school. The point is that if we continue to push online, push online, push online, ask our kids to be online, Zoom crashes. If you continue to be dependent on stuff that you don't control, right, and it is impossible for you to control everything on the internet because you're dependent on so many other people, you're dependent on the infrastructure, you're depending on right. upstream routers, you're dependent on upstream D DNS servers for all these things to work, it makes it completely impossible. There's still a portion of companies out there who refuse to put their mail on 365. They still do their email in-house and yeah. exchange. It's not a bad philosophy at all. I don't fault the ones who don't want the infrastructure, but the ones that might as well just keep it house, keep it house. At least they control a portion of their own destiny. Right. They could have backup servers. They could have redundant VMs. They could do a number of things in order to secure that those those, those applications. Because once we're dependent on, on everyone else, we have no control over our own future and our own destiny. Right. So I want my coffee to work at 4 o'clock in the morning, so I will continue to have a coffee maker that is not connected. Right. And, and I will... I will go to I will go antiquing to look for old coffee makers <laughs> if I have to because well, it doesn't need to be more complicated than coffee grounds, filter, water, hit the button, boil, right, make the two marry each other to create God's finest. <laughs> I, this is this is sort of where I'm at. I've actually thought about that. Like, am I going to get to a point where like, um, yeah, like it's like I'm going antiquing for you know the the, the actual appliances that I want. There's a uh, there's like a, a really interesting uh, underground culture for CRT displays, for like the like the kind of displays that like you know the old tubes, for people who have like arcade cabinets and stuff like that because the games just don't look the same and or as good because they were designed to be on these specific kinds of displays. So there's this like whole subculture of finding these old CRTs and like repairing them if possible and like replacing device like because at some point we're just going to run out of them unless someone starts manufacturing them again but no I just I think that that's really in, like like will I ever be able to have a car again that's not just a computer strapped to a combustion engine do you know what I mean like am I ever going to be able to have a car that's not completely decked out with that kind of with, with, with that kind yeah. of you know infotainment stuff, so. I think so the, I think a car is a great example. The downside to having a computer on board in a car is that it makes it almost impossible for individuals to know how to diagnose their own problems. We're required to pay some kind of shakedown from the auto industry. That I feel that like if something you get an, you get the check engine light, which should be illegal. Again, we're back to, back to stuff that shouldn't happen. The check, the check engine light should not happen. It can mean everything from your engine on fire to the gas cap's not on. Right. Just tell me what the problem is. You've got a computer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And cars in the United States now are required to have the backup camera. You can put a code, a display, just an error code. Just give somebody an error code mm -hmm. and just look it up. Ah, I need a new gas cap. Oh, I need a new spark plug. Or, oh, oh there's a... Uh, you know, something's blocking my tailpipe. Eddie Murphy must have swung by. It was Eddie Murphy, right? In 48 hours, to yeah. put the banana tailpipe. So 
Yeah, I could remember. I probably wouldn't be uh, Nick Nolte. He didn't seem to move that quick. So <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so but those error codes don't exist. And so you're locking people in. And if you're a young person, a single parent, even a married couple who's just going through hard times and you just need a car to go to work and your car is completely connected, right? you're really doing them a disservice. Yeah. You know, you're not just telling them what it is. And some people out there can fix their own car problems. Other people can but choose not to. And other people just can't. Yeah. But you're removing the option for a good portion of the society. And so many things are like that. Like, yeah. what are, you know, these things that just don't tell you anything, um, that just require service all the time, or these, these, we have a washing machine now that throws out error codes. Yeah. It's funny how this, I've had two of these modern washers with these computers in it with these error codes. Mm-hmm. In less time than I had one that just ran for 15 years and washed your clothes every day with a tumbler in the middle. And we're trying to get old. We're trying to get too fancy with everything. Somehow. Right, right. I know I found like an old fuddy. No, no I, I, I think you're right. Like, and it's the, the check engine lights are a really good example. Um, it, I just realized now that I'm the only Windows person in here. But um, Windows has started doing um, – the error code or the error messages that aren't codes anymore. They're just like, something went wrong, we're restarting. And like, it's, it's what you're saying with the check engine light. It's is it, the modern day blue screen thing? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's not giving you an error code, it's not giving you anything, it's just saying, whoopsie daisy, we're gonna well, restart. Wait. And it's like, now, b- give me an error code that I could Google, like that, that's all I need out of this situation. Um, well, when Apple fails, it just gives you a pin, pinwheel that spins and makes you feel like you're going to a circus or something. <laughs> <laughs> a beach ball. <laughs> a beach ball. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I understand sometimes there's just unexplained reasons for things. Sure, sure. But I don't believe, to go back to the car analogy, that if you just plug in this device that only the, you know, the, the, the dealership has or, mm-hmm. I, you know, that then only then can they diagnose the issue. The code is in there. Yes, I shouldn't require a professional at $100 minimum to tell me what that issue is. Right. And say, oh, it's your gas cap, and you still have to pay it. Or you could say, nope, you know what, I don't care about that problem. I'll deal with it. Well, you still owe the 100 bucks. Yeah. It's just, it's, to me, it's a ridiculous shakedown, and, which is exactly why, exactly why cars like Tesla need to exist. I don't, I don't know that that everything in there, you may not want a battery-operated car, you may need more distance, but what he's done, he being Elon Musk, but what Tesla has done is they've shifted it. You don't have dealerships because you don't need service departments because we'll just come out and fix your issue if you right. have an issue. You need tires, you need brakes, and there's a computer that can be restarted remotely and controlled. There is a, a good reason why that stuff exists because these car companies have been screwing people for years on these, on these cars that just don't make sense. My, uh, my mom has a Volkswagen, and one time she needed radiators fluid. And I almost put it in there, and I'm like, it doesn't make sense that you need it. Take it in. I found out that if I would have filled the car with the radiator fluid, it would have voided her radiator warranty because it was the wrong color. And you could only get the right color of the radiator fluid from the dealership. That is a, that is that those companies should not be allowed to operate. They should not be allowed to operate without consequences. I just don't feel that they should. Or people just need to be made more aware of it. I guess is a better yeah. way to say it. I guess they can operate. They can do what they want. But I don't feel that they should be successful because it just it, it locks people into this to this system that requires them to do something that's just perfectly user capable to fix. Yeah. It's this is that we're always trying to create complex systems around it's just radio fluid, man. It's the simplest thing to do. <laughs> right. And and yeah, you're <laughs> and, right. In like, worst case you dump a bottle of water in there. <laughs> right. <laughs> and you know, and, and you're right, like at one point things like the check engine light made sense because there was only physically so much room available to you. On the dashboard. On the dashboard. But now, yeah, again, with the screens and again, we're requiring them by law. There's no reason that it shouldn't be able to just pump out the, those 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 numbers when they. It's the same thing on cars. Everything gets locked in, like you know, navigation systems. Well, it requires an update. The maps I have in my car are at this point eight years old. I don't drive a new car. I mean, it's it's not useless, but it's definitely not you know, right. grabbing the latest information. So then things like CarPlay exist, and 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 uh, what's the Google one? Um, I just I think it's just 
Android. Android Auto, that's what it Android is. Android Auto and Apple CarPlay. Those things are great. Then it's pulled the information from the phone. You always know more right. recent. You can't tell me that can't pull back out that code. I don't. I don't. Yeah. And if you want to connect everything, it's put an app on your phone for your car to tell you what the error code is. I, it's why I applaud companies like Tesla who are changing the conversation, and they make these mm-hmm. other companies look foolish. And that is a completely different conversation of when we started this over, over <laughs> and why washing machines and dishwashers and all this stuff needs to be connected. I don't know. I think in, a, in an ideal world, my kid always puts milk back in the same spot in the refrigerator <laughs> right. so then it accurately can tell me when it's time to buy more milk. Yeah, uh, but that's not gonna happen. <laughs> no, I don't. I, don't I gotta be honest with you. It may not even make it to the refrigerator. <laughs> you know, the, there's there's a lot of empty boxes when you want a snack in my pantry. <laughs> right. <laughs> that somebody took a snack. It was too lazy to walk 15 steps. Yeah. Or 10 steps. I don't know how many steps it is to the garbage can. There's a there's a common phrase that I see uh, mentioned among uh, Tesla people when discussing. Um, uh, the, the rise of self-driving vehicles, which is it doesn't have to be perfect, it just has to be better than humans. And I think it's almost a similar sentiment with, um, with the, the smart stuff. It doesn't have to be perfect, but it has to be good enough to warrant it. Right? Like, it, the, fe- the features that, like, I don't need a, 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 a coffee, again, to go back to the coffee machine, I don't need a coffee app to make coffee, like, what is the app going to do apart from make, like, oh, I can press the button on my phone to make coffee as opposed to press the button on the machine. Like, I just, I just don't. There is this general it, pursuit, in my opinion, that we try to normalize everybody. We try to normalize things. We try to put, put people and things and everything into these buckets. We try to line everybody up. And, you know, if you like your black coffee, get in this line. If you like your coffee with creamer, get in this line. If you like your coffee with sweetener, here. We try to, we, we try to do this across everything. And it it's really is impossible. And, and, and one of the things I talk about a lot because it's one of my passions is fitness and nutrition. Well, if you want to figure out how many calories you're supposed to eat a day, mm-hmm. it's a process. Because there isn't a system. They say general guidance is 2,000. It ain't 2,000. For any of us sitting in this room right now, it's not 2,000. Right. It's usually more than that if, if you're over a certain height or if you're a certain age or it's below that if you're younger. There's not, we can't normalize these things in society because we're all so different. Right. We all react differently to certain things and we all do things differently based on our own belief system and where we came from. So if we, we have to stop trying to normalize all these things like, oh, you must always want milk when it's empty. Well, no. I just needed it to cook with one day. I don't need right. the refrigerator to tell me that. And so right. so many things now want to lock you into subscriptions or they want to get you to reorder. They want to make everything easy. And they want, to, they want you to you know, order your groceries online and pick up. Well, for some people, ordering groceries online is very difficult because when you show up at the store, you really don't even know what the hell you're looking for. But other yeah. people, I get the same things every week. Just right. repeat my last order and I'm good. But not everybody wants to live like that. And so we have to stop this process of trying to try to put everybody into a bucket and normalize everything and just make sure that whatever technology that is used is flexible enough that everybody can use it or benefit from or help them achieve their goals. Right. But stop trying to normalize. And not every app does that and not every single thing does that. But no. so much of technology is about figuring out where you belong and, and, and where you want to be in something. Yeah. Instead of just saying, well... Here's a framework that allows you to build off of that. I mean, you can even look at firewalls, for example. We do, we do a fair amount of firewalls around here. And if you look at a, the average firewall, not a single one is really should ever really be the same because these things are going to be set up differently. Exactly. Different needs, different sizes. So it's actually a quite not a difficult conversation, but it's actually a bit of a process to say, if somebody says, oh, I want a new firewall, Adam, what type should I get? You can't just answer that. And it's <laughs> right. not even as simple as how many employees do you have. Right. It's not even as simple as what speed internet connection do you have, how many devices you have. It is actually a culmination of all these different answers and all these different questions. Right. And, and you could probably answer more about what you're answering or asking, but to decide what's best for the person. And it's not that we're trying to complicate it. It's like we're trying to say, 
well, I want this to be successful. You wanted a firewall. I can either give you the good one or I can give you one that just works. Right. Like, which one is going to be right for you? And it's sort of like cars. Cars are a bit of a process. My car needs are different than Felton's car needs, and Felton's are going to be different than yours. Right. We all have the same goal, getting from point A to point B. Right. Maybe going faster than others, but we want to get to these places. But it's not the same answer for everybody. And no. we have different needs, different preferences, different kinds of things. So... The point is that I applaud the companies that are trying to build in technology to give you choice, yeah. to allow you to set it the way you want. But I don't find a need for products that try to try to just simply say, "Okay, do it this way." Yes, yeah. this, this is how it should. This is how it should be. And I think you're seeing that in many areas of life. I think that's why people are getting out of the cable business and not signing up for cable is because people are like, well, "I don't want 99 of these channels." Right. Know, Right, exactly. Um, so I can see that. So just watch what you want. The problem is, though, is when you pick what you want, you also don't know what you're missing. And that's always the flip side is you don't know what you don't know. Yeah. But I shouldn't watch that much TV anyway. So just stick, <laughs> just stick with basketball. Okay. Basketball I, I and cooking channel. And um, a nine-month, nine, 90-day. 90-day fiancé. 90-day fiancé. 90-day fiancé. I I. I I still just love. I know it's this. I know it's just twenty four hours of basically the same show, but like HGTV is like some kind of Zen thing for me. I just really like it. It's 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 watching projects you will never do yourself. Yes, but you think you could do because they make it easy. Uh-huh. But it, it's just simply a checkout. It's nothing wrong with it. Watch your no. HGTV if it calms your brain. As studies have shown, things like this calm our brain down, and you need stuff that. Oh yeah. You know, you hear a lot of leadership experts and say you need to challenge yourself, you need to read, turn off the TV. Sometimes you actually need your brain to just shut it down for a minute. Yeah. And allow you to come up with a better solution. Um, yeah. I think it's perfectly reasonable. So yeah. watch your HDTV. <laughs> watch your food channel, whatever it is that you watch. Oh. I think it's good. Uh, but, the, you, but you're never going to flip that house. You're just not. And no. And you're not going to do it for the budgets. If I could renovate houses for the price to property brothers do. I guess yeah. oh, those prices are only true if you don't pay for labor. Yeah. Any of us out here in the real world can't get a builder or a contractor to show up. And if you do... Right. The, the, the best is... <laughs> oh, it's a $600 water heater. If you want that installed, though. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, the best is the... Um, uh, Felton and I have talked about this before. The best is the load-bearing wall. They, they always get halfway through the episode. They go, oh... Turns out this is a low-bearing wall. It's like you're the property brothers. You guys have been doing this for a decade, and you can't spot a load-bearing wall just immediately on site. No, I don't believe it. I don't know why they do the dance though. Like now, I've shown you three houses you can't afford. Right. Let me go show you one that you can. Yeah. What? Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> oh wow! Thank God he had a solution. Like you didn't know what you were signing up for. I mean, when yeah. you signed up for the show, you already bought the house. Yeah, that's 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 the thing. If, if folks don't know this, ninety nine percent of the time, those people have already bought the house. So what they're doing when they go look at other houses, a lot of times it's friends and family that are helping them out and like cleaning out their house. So like, just imagine that. Imagine your brother or son or whoever family member buys a house. And then you move all of your stuff out of it so they can walk through it and talk trash about your home. That's, that, that happens on, on all of those shows. It's fantastic. So, Anyway, uh, the one thing that you definitely should uh, make sure you continue to consume is Security Views Radio. We will, we're going to take a quick break, but we will be right back. Multi-factor authentication. SIM. Crook. Firewalls. Deep packet inspection. Penetration testing, 8021X, application control, IPS, IDS, not PETCHA, content filtering, WPA3. Cybersecurity is complicated. We simplify it. Contact us at 888-897-9680 or online at jscmgroup.com. Again, that's 888-897-9680 or online at jscmgroup.com. Come on. 
All right, thank you for coming back and joining us. Um, we are back with the second half. Um, John, you had something else you wanted to add on from what well, you said? To kind of tie up what we were talking about, and I think to kind of go back to the original point of you know all these connected coffee machines and everything, every single one of these things requires you to create an account and a password, tie it to an email address so you can receive updates to your product, which is really marketing information. And doctor's office is requiring you to be a part of EMR systems and sign up for apps. And everything wants you to sign up, log in, sign up. Not a single one of these companies has proven that they can secure and protect your information in a secure way. Yeah. Not a single one of them yet. There's been some that haven't been hacked yet, but they most likely are on their way to be hacked. At some point, somebody will leave that on there. You know, all these banks and, and credit bureaus, all this stuff is being pushed online when they can't properly secure it and they can't properly protect it. Yeah. Either because, one, the technology they're using is limited and has holes, or, two, there's, ne there's negligent, negligence on a part of their employees. Yeah. Or they're just simply that they're they're being outworked and out and, and out you know out secured by by hackers. Yeah. Any number of reasons why these things are they're not securing it. So forcing everybody into these worlds where everything is connected on all the time. Is there no place? Is there no sanctity? Not even in your cup of coffee where you can just enjoy something or just have something without it having to be connected online or part of a subscription model. Even toothbrushes now are part of a subscription model where they want to send you a new tooth brush and head and uh, toothpaste for $5 every three months. I mean, everything needs to be a part of a subscription model. Yeah. I, 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 I don't understand it. I blame the razors. The razor people started this stuff. Where Dollar they, shape. Where they put the strip that was colored that just naturally oh. wears off. You could just rub that strip yeah. on something. And, and if you need a new blade, but the blade was never used. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Clark Howard says you could get a year you just dry it off after you shave. I've heard that. Clark that, Howard is the, the cheapskate. Yeah. I don't know if he's still around or not. I don't he, think. I met him once. You met Clark Howard? Yeah, I met Clark Howard when I was uh, when I was a kid. Um, I was like seven or eight or something like that. Oh, yeah? And he was signing his books at um, at the mall in Atlanta, <laughs> at Linux, at Linux Mall. Um, and my, my, Is that where he lives in Atlanta? I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I'm not positive. Um, I'm sure. I'm sure. Felton, look it up. I'm sure it's online. <laughs> his address has probably been hacked yeah. at some point. And so, like, I list and like I list my, you know, I was a kid. I didn't actively seek out Clark Howard. It's just what my parents played on the the car radio, so I yeah. knew who he was, and we went to his book signing. Your, your parents must have been very frugal people. <laughs> he, he encourages well, he, you to book discount travel. I'm, I'm I'm calling him out. I'm calling Clark Howard out. He dunked on me too. He, he put in the book, he said, Michelle, it's my mom's name, your son says you need this book, Clark Howard. He put me on blast. Wow. <laughs> on, I don't know any of these terms. Did you say <laughs> dunk, dunked on you? Yeah, he dunked on me. Yeah, he made me look like a fool. I just called posterizing somebody. Thank you very much. Posterizing? Posterizing. You don't say dunked on. No, I... I, I, I put so-and-so on a poster. Ooh, I like that. I like yeah. that a lot. And, and it's, there's that picture of the snapshot of, yeah. of a dunk, and, 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 and you're the guy underneath. Like, oh, no, no, that's good. Yeah. That's good. I like that. You never want to be on a poster. <laughs> unless you're the guy underneath. Right, 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 unless you're higher up. Oh. And so that's one of my biggest problems is with these things, that they're not protecting, they're not, no. they're not securing that information. So people have to take all these steps, and, okay, we can get in all the details, and we can talk about the same thing. Every other cybersecurity expert tells you you have strong passwords, use a password generator. That's not the point of this, this show. This show is a, is, a, is, a, is a views thing, and my view is we need to give people some space and some privacy. Just have a device. If it needs to be connected, let it be connected. Yeah. Find a way to get it in without collecting all this data. I was, yeah. forget where I was the other day. I was trying to buy a shirt, and they're like, you know, asked me if their email address is on fire. I was like, I don't, I don't think my wife's email address is on fire. It's fine. Well, well, what's her birth date then so that we can go ahead and send her a $25 coupon? Can I just buy the shirt? <laughs> yeah. I just want to go. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I just, you're rude. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like, can you just, I just want to buy the shirt. Yeah. I understand, but you don't need her birthday, for God's sake. I mean, do you really want to store that and be held yeah. liable if you lose that? I just, I... Name, address, birth date? I mean, my God, yeah. open up a credit card account for me while you're at it. The, 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 Fargo. <laughs> the, day that I, the day that I learned that 
the reason that they ask you for your zip code is just for marketing is the last day that I gave them my zip code at like the grocery checkout. I'm just like, I just say, no, I'm not. Yeah, I mean, there's a benefit to using that. And I applaud companies that use it, use it in the right way. Like there's a benefit to the zip code as a secondary form of authentication to a credit card. Oh, absolutely. And you can do that without needing a whole address to certain sites. And I think, um, I think a great example of this, I'll pat on the back, is Jimmy John's. They're like, okay, we need your zip code, not your billing address. Because right. most people who order Jimmy John's said it's not where they live. Right? So they just need yeah. the zip code just in order to. That's a responsible way to use that. Jimmy John's isn't trying to, trying to necessarily get some information out of it. They have other ways to do that, but those, <laughs> right. that's just one example of just using it for verification. You don't need that at the grocery store. Right. You definitely don't need it. And I can tell you the level of tracking that takes place at a grocery store because we, we, we rarely shop at a local grocery store here that is, is I'm not going to tell you the name of it, but it's named after somebody's names. And anyway, um, we don't shop there regularly, but occasionally we will go in uh, just to grab something here. We need some chicken. For right, right, right. They will send us huge coupons to come back in. Like, you know, here's $10 off of 75 or $15. Off. So then we go in for that one week. Yeah. Spend that. And then we go away again until they send us another coupon. Because they're not cheaper daily, you know, for weekly, weekly groceries. But with that coupon, it kind of puts them over the edge. Right, right, right. So they obviously know who we are. They know that we're not shopping there because, they, of course, they forced you into their into their. Program. I say the next time they want your phone number, just give them eight, you know, eight six seven five three zero nine. Just put that in anything. You can actually go to the gas pumps that have the fuel rewards and punch that in. Odds are you get twenty thirty cents off your gas <laughs> by using that. <laughs> just, just by using that. Also, uh, just gas station thing because I pumped gas this morning. Um, Another good example of use of a zip code responsibly. Absolutely, absolutely. Oh, spe- th- this is another thing. Have you seen? Tangential, but it it has not come up organically in conversation, and I've been wanting to, to ask you about it for months. Have you seen the number pads that are screens? Like each button is a screen, so someone who's watching you, like so, what it will do is it will randomize what number is no, on what button. So like people peeping, like trying to see watch you put in, it's it's useless. See, it's a problem, really cool. These great minds to kind of figure these things out. So that's great. And I mean, eventually it might get broken, but for right now, it's yeah, for right now, it's good. But, I think gas stations are interesting. Most gas stations, not local gas stations, but most gas stations, you know, they actually do a pretty good job of security. I mean, they, there's always the skimmers and stuff that can take place sure. on top of that. That's not a lot you can do about that remotely, but the gas companies themselves do a very good job of securing those pumps. In most gas yes. station scenarios, the pumps are managed by the fuel companies, mm-hmm. so Exxon, BP. The inside store is managed by the local owners or whatever. Um, but anyway, they do an excellent job of that because there's so much at stake of, you know, yeah. of credit card numbers getting stolen. If um, I think it's something somewhere around half, by the way, of those uh, the, those new pumps that have the, the the advertisements on them, on the right side, the third button up from the bottom, hold that one and it'll mute it, so you don't get yelled at by quick by Rocket Mortgage or whatever. For My question is: Do some gas stations purposely slow down the f- speed at which the fuel comes out, so I have to watch more commercials and really decide I do want that two for three dollar Snickers bar? I <laughs> I would not put it past them. They put televisions. They, they the fact the that there are TVs blasting ads at you at all at GSN <laughs> baby gas station network. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a network. There's not. There's no useful information it's at Maria all. Maria Bartiromo, not Maria Bartiromo. What's her name? Maria. She's the same woman that does the movies. Oh yeah yeah, yeah at AMC. Maria, uh, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, somebody can look it up. But anyway, it's the same woman that does the movies as a gas station. Though. At least I around, just, at least around here, it does. Yeah, I, I, I. Maria Menounos. What is her name? Uh, Maria Mendez. Menounos. I don't know. I don't know. But I, I, and I, I say this as someone that's in the position that I am. I think that putting ads on everything is a bad way to go, man. Like it's just this like weird dystopian thing for me. Like it's. There's something gross about the gas station advertisement channel. Like it's, I don't know why it just feels disgusting. Well, your solution to that is just buy a Tesla. 
Uh, actually, the solution that I was thinking of was uh, concrete, and I would just put it over the over the speakers so I don't have to hear it when I go. Or there. does it always fill up in New Jersey, so you don't have to get out of your car? No, that's true. I could do that. Just run over to Jersey. Oh my gosh, those guys must hate their job that much more, because that's all that they do now. Huh? I'm saying the guys that pump gas in the New Jersey, like they must hate their jobs that much more because of how much GSN they have to listen to. Oh, yeah, but I bet you they don't have those out there. Maybe. And, and I'm also convinced that they, the gas station down from my, from my apartment um, removed the little latches that you could, so you don't have to stand there. I think they removed them from the pump so you could watch, you got watch more. <laughs> I, <laughs> I say it's not safe for you to, but I'm, I, I hate those pumps. I need to start it, mm -hmm. no matter what the danger is of it flying out. I need to right. run, run it and, 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 you know, get something or whatever. Just right. do it all in one minute. I, 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 yeah, I need that. I need that. That's like... My go-to lately, by the way, is if I do need to get something, is I'll just go into the gas station and say, okay, I want like 20 on 4. Yeah. Or 30 on 4. And just pay once that. Mm. And get that and my muscle milk all at the same time. And just... Yeah. And then you don't have to do the swipe. and It's just easier. It's true. So the, uh, the other thing I wanted to talk about today, speaking of um, companies uh, um, not being secure enough, um, Apple's rolling out some really interesting privacy changes in iOS 14. Um, basically, uh, it's going to give users uh, an explicit option to opt out of allowing apps to collect data. Um, awesome. Yeah, it's fantastic. Um, I saw this article because... Uh, Facebook is, they're mad. <laughs> they're mad at Apple about it because that's like, that's how they make. I mean, like, this, I don't care. Isn't this? I mean, yeah. I mean, it's part of law and, and it's GDPR mm -hmm. in the European Union. I believe it's a set of law in California now as well. Yeah. So they probably, they're probably mad that they have to do it everywhere, or they're doing it for everywhere. But why not? I mean, yeah. I mean, Apple's thing is privacy. If you don't want privacy and you want that, then go to Google. I mean, where you are the product. So yeah. I don't even know why they charge for phones. <laughs> no, no. Um, but uh, yeah, I just I, I thought this was I, I thought this was just a really really great example. Um, Apple being, I I think and I, and I I think most people would agree um, being one of the better companies when it comes to caring about privacy and security. Um, you see it all over iOS with uh, messages and just with the, the, the way they've built the operating system uh, and the platform. It's just, it, it's great. And I think this is, a, this is another great thing that they're doing because um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to opt out of all of this as soon as I get iOS 14. <laughs> so um, Apple's long done that. It, does, it would absolutely have an effect on the companies who are relying on that data to be collected. You know, many apps uh, yeah. through advertising and stuff are going to do that. What control they have over of that transmission, I don't know. Um, they must have some, but I would yeah. say that that's, it puts a lot of things seriously, seriously at risk. Well, and that's yeah, that's what this that's what this article is today. Um, that's what this article that I pulled. Um, uh, well, one of the things I would like to see out of the app store, while you're forming a thought there, is I would like to see more paid apps. Oh, I would yeah. like to see things that I just pay for and just leave me alone. And as a parent, and Felton, your kids are a little bit younger now, but when they start to get into this, it's one of the things you appreciate is, that, can I just buy this game so I don't have to worry about what ad network is going to come through there right? kind of thing? Or, right. or can I just get this thing so I don't have to like deal with it? Or the kid gets a game and they're like, oh, but you don't have any, you know, bird points. I need, I need, daddy, daddy, can I have $15? I need more bird points. Bird points? <laughs> or whatever it is. Like, there's always these in-app things that come right. the, I would like, I would like to see more of that paid. So just give me a really good calculator or just give me a really good, mm -hmm. you know, uh, I'm trying to think of what other app, but certain things. I mean, not every app needs to have money. Like, I have an American Red Cross app on my phone. Like, okay, it's, obviously, I'm, we're working together on whatever right. donating blood, so you're good. But I'm saying, you know, some apps, games, and these kind of things, it'd be really nice if they just had that. I think it's gotten so so bad in the quality of the app and and the quality of the ads on those things. Like, I, I really, I don't have any interest in it. I just personally don't have any desire to get these things. 
I, you know, I, don't, I would love to pay for the ESPN app, for example, so I could just start the video and not have to watch the right the promo video. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I, I would absolutely agree. Like, I, I want, I want to just give you five dollars or whatever, and then you give me program, um, and I understand that you know some people's business models just don't work like that. But I mean, it's it's really really frustrating with right. how like, I'm not saying take away the other ones I'm saying it would be nice to see have more the of that encouragement yeah. in there um, and I don't know what the thing is I guess I know a lot of times they want recurring revenue but you know us, you know, there's definitely ways to get around that but I mean, yeah. we used to just be able to buy Microsoft Office yeah. or like you used to just be able to buy Adobe yeah okay. Adobe now, was the one I was thinking yeah, yeah it's a big one it's frustrating it, it really really is but and, and again from a security perspective, too, like, I don't know, I just, I, that stuff's gross. No, what I was, what I was looking for was, you were talking about how it's going to damage some of these companies. Um, I was looking for the quote here. Uh, ultimately, despite, this is a uh, Facebook, ultimately, despite our best efforts, Apple's updates may render audience networks so ineffective on iOS 14 that it may not make sense to offer it on iOS 14. We expect less impact on our own advertising business, and we're committed to supporting advertisers, advertisers and publishers through these updates. So, yeah, I mean, they're, I mean, pretty explicitly saying like, "Hey, this is going to damage us." Um, again, I don't, I don't feel bad for them. Um, I think that's kind of apparent. And you and I talked offline um, about this last week too. That that's that's what I want to pay for. I want to pay for the social network. I think I think there is there is there is a space where paying ten bucks a year or twenty bucks a year for an ad-free social network, a good ad-free social network, I think there's I think there's space for that. I think there's market for that. But. I think absolutely. And so, from a parent's perspective, I can tell you there's absolutely a market there for it. Yeah. But kids will be kids, and it's not they don't want to use a social network that their parents are monitoring nope. and paying for, <laughs> so they will, they will find a way around it. They wouldn't even and want to cheating, use the social... And cheating spouses will not use the paid-for social media network <laughs> app. So there's plenty of reason why those things will never come to fruition. Um, I don't know, man. And we I do. don't know what the answer is. Um, we do it. I, I have no desire to, to <laughs> do that. I think it's something you and Felton can do. I think it'd be good. All right. Like a weekend project. What would you call it? What would your what was the name of your social network? Be? Um, whatever we call it, I uh, would would remove all the vowels. Yeah, From, well, <laughs> no vowels. Yeah. yeah, you got to do that. You got to do that. D- you know, Duncan does that now too. You see? Yeah. yeah. They they. I mean, but when you're just a donut brand, you're just cool anyway. So yeah, right, you can. Yeah. But doesn't that you needed the O's and the O's used to make up the donuts? Felt they used to be the donuts. I don't know. I don't. I don't we'll, can we'll, you go run and get a box? <laughs> <laughs> Bring them back. I'm star. I'm st- I'm starving. <laughs> not only does Dunkin' Donuts not use the full words, they just use pictures now. That's how stupid they think we are. What? On the side of the box, they do the. They, they don't have their slogan. They don't have America runs on Dunkin'. They just have the picture of America, picture of a dude running, and a picture of the Dunkin' logo. I don't think that means we're stupid. I think that means they're cool. I mean, does that that the world talking emojis? I need a converter. I don't need hieroglyphics in my, my, my morning pastries. I need a converter. This is what you can invent. So when somebody texts me an emoji, my mm-hmm. phone just converts it to whatever emotion they're trying to express. It's like There's like a decoder out there. Sorry, one more time. So, you know, somebody sends you an emoji of like somebody crying. Okay. I don't ever see the crying logo. I just you want see the like word in, crying. In, in brackets, it just says crying, crying emoji. emoji. Or like blushing emoji. Or like pissed emoji. Or like, <laughs> what, do you, what, what do you mean you forgot the chicken emoji? Yeah. <laughs> like, I just. Do you think, want the description or. Because my, you know kid, you know my kids send me stuff, and I swear to God, it's like, it's like an episode of National Treasure. Like, I'm, I'm digging in, <laughs> trying to... Okay, what is, it, what is he talking about? Okay. Yeah. Football is canceled? <laughs> I've got a good dozen emoji that I use. And outside of that, like... Yeah. I'm I have st- removed emojis from my phone. Yeah? Like, I don't have the keyboard. 
Oh, really? No, I didn't know I, you could un- even do that. I uninstalled it, yeah. You can uninstall it in your keyboards on your phone. Hmm. I had no idea. I would occasionally bump it, and now it's like, I have to get back. So. <laughs> <laughs> Fair but enough. But I do. I want a decoder for emojis, because I had an employee today sending me an emoji. I have no idea what the point of it was. So... See, I want. See, I want to do and that. Now but I that also, stupid thing is in my feed, and I have to look at it until enough text messages have gone <laughs> through that it's off my screen. I, I want to make this app, but I want it to be the most useless thing ever. Instead of a description, I want it to just give you the Unicode, and then, like that's 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 what I want it to do. What? The Unicode. I don't know what that is. Uni, Unicode is the. Uh, it, really? Unicode is like what actually like how the phones know to make the picture of the face. Oh, it's the actual. Yeah, it's like a, it's like a, it's like six or eight digits or something like that, and it's like this series of digits means dog or water gun or whatever. All right, yeah, do it. I'm gonna do it. We're talking about it. Just do it. <laughs> All right, John, I'm quitting. I gotta start. Right. No, nope. well, 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 we gotta wrap it up then because you gotta go get get, get going on that. Odds yeah. are we will see you next week. <laughs> so um, it's been fun, everybody. Um, as the last episode that I will be on. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, thank, thank you for joining us as always every week. We do appreciate it. Um, thanks for coming by. We'll uh, see you next week. Oh, what's our email address? Email oh, yeah. Sorry. If you have questions or comments, podcast at jscmgroup.com. Again, that's podcast at jscmgroup.com. Our theme song is a Felton Martin original, and he has yet to give me the name of it still, so I can't. I can't tell you what it is. I thought he said it was a golden it's arches. Good. I thought it was the golden arches beat. Is that, is, that what, is that what you guys were talking about when I came in here? It's just a little different. Yeah, it's just a little bit. It has yeah. to be different. It can't yeah. be. Don't pull vanilla ice on it. <laughs> no one will know. All right. Ba da da ba bye.